Welcome to Third Angle, where you'll find us at the forefront of the electric mobility revolution in Kenya. I'm your host, Paul Hames, from industrial software company PTC. In this podcast, we share the moments where digital transforms physical and meet the brilliant minds behind some of the most innovative products around the world, each powered by PTC technology. A staggering 10 million electric vehicles were sold worldwide in 2022. And while we all know that the future of transport is electric, the shift to electric vehicles can bring different challenges in different parts of the world. Rome Electric was founded in 2017 and aims to provide easy-to-use, affordable electric transport solutions to Africa. And although the company started in Sweden, it is headquartered in Nairobi, Kenya, and addresses the unique needs of the Kenyan market. If you've been to East Africa, you may be familiar with the Boda Bodas. If not, they're small taxi bikes commonly used by couriers or to transport people. Rome has built a custom-made electric bike called the Rome Air, which is a sustainable electric alternative to these traditional Boda Boda bikes. The company has also built electric charging stations and has made Kenya's first locally manufactured electric bus, the Rome Move. The motorcycles are built by a local workforce, which is 39% female, at East Africa's largest electric motorcycle plant called Rome Park. They were also finalists in last year's Earthshot Prize, and we sent our producer, Michael, to their headquarters in Nairobi to find out more about how they are designing bikes, especially for the African market, as well as making the most of Kenyan talent by employing local engineers. My name is Masalule Kitui. Uh, I'm product owner here at Rome um, for the electric bikes, the Rome Air. And yes, work a lot on building an electric bike that can fit a Boda Boda user case. A Boda Boda is a general term that we use here in Kenya to explain motorcycle riders of a specific type of motorcycle. They're generally used as motorcycle taxis or last mile delivery for many sorts of things in Nairobi. So this could be from food deliveries to courier services to taxis for general people to move from bus stop to their final destination and so on and so forth. Rome Electric is a sustainability company that we've we've been operating for the last six years and it's a Swedish born company but operates out of Nairobi, Kenya um, and we started by converting safari vehicles so being a proof of concept of how we could electrify Africa one vehicle at a time started from safari vehicles where we pulled out the diesel engines and made them electric over time we then diversified our product market and moved into electric motorcycles where today we sell the Rome Air 
We also have energy and charging systems and electric buses as well. We have an electric motorbike called the Roll Air. Um, this is our my child baby. I've been designing it for the last four years and we developed this motorbike from the ground up. Um, we designed its own, our own frame for it and a lot of the parts around it. We've, we've gone on this journey for quite a while but um, launched the product in September last year. Trying to grow the electric perspective and make electric bikes the new thing in Nairobi and in Kenya but without changing the user case. I don't know how familiar you are with Boda Bodas, but in Nairobi and in a lot of Kenya, um, people use mot motorbikes to take something that came off a truck to the last place, right? And they generally carry very heavy loads or very many people, and a lot of society rely on the motorcycle as a last, last part of a journey in any form of sense. So we try to make it robust, simple to use, and it works. It's where we're not aiming to be lights and glitter. We are a workhorse, we are a durable motorbike that it's reliable, it can get you from point A to point B no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what you're carrying. And we don't want to change that ethos. We have a carrying capacity up to 220 kilos you are able to drive in thick off-road mud, this African black cotton mud that's so notorious. We are able to ride in that and not have damages to our electrical system. You are able to ride through torrential rains when the roads flood and all of this. So you, we were building this to be the workhorse because our users are so reliant on the vehicle as a source of business. We needed it to be reliable, robust, simple to use and have a fit into a culture that is already established and already knows what they're doing in Kenya. I think the best way is to just give you a demonstration and for you to see it and experience it yourself in person is the best way you'll see how the product reacts. So, as I get onto the bike, um, I'm putting on my helmet. Uh, as you turn the ignition on, the screen comes on, has a bright display showing me my battery percentage. Right now I'm at 28%, which is about 30 kilometers of range. I have my different driving modes, my speed and my power reading. I can then press P and I remove it from the parking gear into the drive gear. So right now the bike is active, it, it is live, it can move. So remove it from the center stand and just ride.
This is our charging station. Um, this is just a charging cycle that most people will do at the end of their day when they get home. Um, when they reach home, they can either remove the battery or charge the battery while it's in the bike. So in charging the battery, uh, what you do, make sure that the bike is off, open the battery compartment, unplug the battery, and slide it out. Plug in your charger, make sure that your charger is connected to the wall. And that's it, it starts charging. In terms of comparison to petrol bikes and what other bikes you see on the market is going electric is a lot cheaper right so we we have very low charging costs um, to get you your 75 kilometers of range we're talking about 80 shillings for you to charge your home um, you can rent a battery from us um, from our charging station where it's a 10 shillings deposit and then 10 shillings per hour uh, that allows you to be flexible and you can go and as you're leaving one battery behind to charge you you rent another battery and you carry on with your business obviously being electric it doesn't have as many moving parts as uh, internal combustion bike so you don't have oils to change you don't have filters you don't have a lot of the mechanical maintenance that you usually have um, just, just the same way that you buy a phone and you don't take it for service is the same way you have an electric motorcycle. You don't have to do anything to the motor or the battery or the controller. You, you charge it and if it has power, it works perfectly. And yeah, as our company says, electrifying Africa one, one vehicle at a time is is a big part of it, but it only makes sense if it's affordable to the people. And our whole ethos of, around the electric motorcycle is not only driving down the price of the bike to be as cheap and as affordable as possible, but also to, also to return revenue and increase profit for the users as we develop it. There's definitely a shift of the market of electric vehicles getting more popular, both um, in general for all vehicles, but mainly in electric motorbikes. We see a lot of parties coming into Africa trying to build and convert as much as this, and we are all for it because it is a mission to electrify Africa and make as many vehicles possible. So all all competitors are are embraced rather it's um it's a big world challenge that we're trying to commit to and trying to develop towards and it's a win across the board so we have seen big upkeep of this and uh, many people are driving towards going electric so yes happy happy to see that happening and we hope for the most success through it a lot of our engineers are locally based. Um, we're strong believers that the Kenyan market have fantastic, brilliant engineers and 
they're all very passionate about this. Me being an engineer myself, who found 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 out of Rome and was hooked from the second that I that I read about it and wanted to work here, right? So there's a lot of people who've built on that and have a lot of passion in what they're doing. We specialize on specific areas of development that might not be too common. And this is anywhere in the world a challenge to find and to recruit for. So being in Kenya isn't specifically the disadvantage, it's being in a new field that requires us to step out and recruit for specific talent and certain skill sets. But yeah, it's it's a great it's a great balance of people. Um, I don't know how much you've taken note of as we were walking around, but we have about 39% of our staff being females. Um, and you'll see that even on our production line, you'll see it with our engineers, you'll see it in our after sales. And yeah, just giving the ability for people to do a lot of technical stuff that generally doesn't happen too often in Kenya. And just, yeah, the ability to dive into deep engineering and deep research and development is something unique to this company. And it's one of the reasons that I, I, I found it and loved it, so, yeah. My name is Dennis Wakaba, the country sales executive specialized on the electric buses. So we do design and development of electric buses and uh, we have two types as the Rome Rapid and Rome Move. Particularly the Rome Rapid was developed, designed and developed for the bus transit system, what we call BRT, bus rapid transport, deployable across Africa. As we say here at Rome, Africa's future is electric and our mission is basically to uh, electrify one week at a time. So again, because Africa has all the resources it needs to produce electric vehicles from nickel, cobalt, lithium and everything, again, a very young population. I think we, the median age is about 28 years or so. That means that it's a new area that we as Africans must venture and uh, go into. Because the next vehicles, starting from today, will be electric. And that means that we need to be prepared and capture the moment. So Africa's future is electric and we have to capture the moment. That was Massa and Dennis from Rome Electric. Now, collaboration is incredibly important to the Rome engineering team in Kenya so that they can make sure their electric vehicles are meeting the needs of the market. One of the tools that helps them to do this is PTC's cloud-based computer-aided design platform, Onshape. It's time to meet our expert, John Hershtick, who can tell us more. Rome are growing fast and becoming more of an OEM-style company. They needed their CAD data to be in one place and managed through quite a robust PDM system. This is product data management. And this in turn led them to Onshape. So John, can you give our listeners an idea as to why Onshape is the go-to cloud native tool for design and collaboration? Well, first, Paul, Onshape is a true multi-user environment. We allow designers, internal teams, customers, external partners 
to access CAD and PDM data, to collaborate in real time, work concurrently at every stage from conception to production. Uh, you know, our Onshape built-in PDM system, we have a powerful set of tools for managing and controlling design data, whether it's 3D CAD or even other documents and files that are part of a design project. We eliminate file copies and transfers entirely, and we remove the most frustrating bottlenecks that you associate with old-fashioned traditional CAD and PDM that are based on, on files and copies and locking and checkout. All that goes away. All the problems go away and just the benefits and even more benefit than any PDM systems ever offered. Teams can edit the same design concurrently, real-time updating. There's no need to check in, check out lock files. You store and track metadata associated with parts and assemblies, drawings, which enables users to find and reuse existing designs more efficiently. You save a lot of time, you save a lot of money. We also get a lot of fans for Onshape from the customer support system that we have that makes working and navigating issues in Onshape very easily. Whether you're seeking support inside your team from maybe an expert on your team, say, hey, help me out with this, or calling on Onshape's technical support, the same tools that we give to teams to collaborate with each other and working, we can use to do great support um, across teams and, and from our team to yours. Another key factor, automatic updates to Onshape every three weeks. Rome's really impressed by the fact that Onshape updates come out automatically with no work on their part. Every three weeks, everyone on the team is on the same version all the time. Everyone in the world's on the same version all the time. No more headaches about which version someone's on, which is a huge problem with old-fashioned traditional CAD and PDM. Those updates have really benefited Rome in their CAD and PDM workflows. Thanks to John and to Massa and Dennis for showing us around the Rome facility in Nairobi. Please rate, review and subscribe to our bi-weekly Third Angle episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts and follow PTC on LinkedIn and Twitter for future episodes. This is an 1860 production for PTC. Executive producer is Jackie Cook. Recording by Michael Kaloki. Sound design and editing by Clarissa Maycock and music by Rowan Bishop.